Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa here. For those of you who are just joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama podcast is a place and a space where we talk about all things having to do with motherhood, especially things that are like the trenchy parts of motherhood, like the day-to-day stuff and the decisions that we all have to make. Um, I am joined today by Lindy, and we are going to talk about water. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. <laughs> Hi, friend. Hello. How are you? Good. Um, we're not talking about water, how you can drink it. Yeah. I mean, you can drink it. We all should be drinking it. If you're listening right now, go drink some water. Um, we're actually going to talk about water safety today. Um, it's like one of my hot button issues, um, topics as everybody at latch mama probably knows. Cause I talk about it often. Um, yeah, it can, it can be a little, we're going to maybe talk about some things that could stir up some anxiety a little bit. Um, so if you're not aware of the dangers of water and small children and you want to remain blissfully unaware, um, probably not the podcast episode for you. Um, but if you want to learn some tips and some tricks of how to manage, um, kids before they can swim, after they can swim, all that jazz, um, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, tell me what's going on in your world. Last day of uh, school here for Lindy. Yes. Um, pool season is here. Yeah. All the pool questions. So all the pool questions. And we get them in the group a lot too. Yeah. Um we can kind of start with lessons. Do you want to start with lessons? Yeah. And so for those of you who don't know, the leading cause of accidental death for children under the age of four is drowning. Um and that looks a lot different. Um different places um in terms of you know whether it's a child that wanders into a pool whether it's a child that um you know you take your eyes off for a second um and it's one of those things that's really not discriminatory um there are a lot of people with a ton of privilege that have lost kids this way simply for having a pool in the backyard or something like that and it's not even just big pools it's mm-hmm. inches of water absolutely so- so we wanted to talk yep. about a little bit today um, how you can lessen the fear. I think everybody like cuts up hot dogs and grapes for the most part, but I don't think people always think about um, how to keep their kids safe around the pool. Right. Um, so what do you guys do? Do you want to talk a little yeah, bit about... Yeah, I was trying to think back to like when I had one kid, you yeah. know, and yeah. we would just go in the pool and hold one kid. And yeah. then I was pregnant with a second and he was born in March and it was all of a sudden kind of like there's two of them and there's one of me Yeah. and during the summer. And at that time I was staying home. Uh, and it's like, what do you do? Um, and we had not kind of gotten into any sort of swim lesson type things yet. So the toddler was in like a puddle jumper that fit him, fit him pretty snug. And then I had the baby, but we, I was literally in the water when they were in the water or out, you know, I mean, on them kind of 24 seven. Um, but what's interesting, like I grew up as a lifeguard. Yeah. So, so did I. Yep. So that I'm sure that was going to come yeah. up. So I remember the amount of kids that uh-huh. I pulled out of the pool because no parent was watching them. Yeah. And repeatedly on yeah. like the same day. Yeah. And I'm like, here, I just pulled your child out again. Oh, uh, th- yeah, thanks. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, I was always very like, my aware. kid can't swim. I you I will be physically in there with them. Yeah, um, which is a lot thing. of hands-on parenting. Yes. But it's like where I have anxiety with the kids who can't swim 
is the walking to the pool. It is the, now we're out of the pool. We're packing up to go home. We have, I have multiple kids with me. Some can right. swim, come, some can't swim. Normally at home, if I'm like helping somebody tie their shoes or get dressed, I'm going to turn my back to my toddler. Not a big deal. But now I'm turning my back to my toddler and there's a sea of water behind me. So there's moments like that where I still have, I have this thing. So, um, I was a lifeguard too. Um, was a swim coach in college. Um, been around water my entire life. Um, I think that that's probably why it's kind of one of my things that I Mm -hmm. have pulled, like you said, pulled kids out of water very fast. For those of you who don't know, drowning is also a very silent thing. It's not what you see in movies or books. Um, it can happen extremely quickly. Um, and normally when, a child does lose consciousness or a human loses consciousness in the water. Um, it's done without sound. Um, they go under very, very quickly, um, float to the bottom. It's, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing and it's not what you expect it to look like. Um, so it can happen very quickly. Um, but for me, when I had kids and my mother-in-law and my parents who live in Florida, my mother-in-law lives here in Richmond. Um, they both had pools and I knew a second I had a child that I was going to, get them water safe as quickly as possible. Um, so we did a program called ISR, which is infant swimming resource. I believe, um, it's not gentle. It's probably the least gentle thing I have done as a parent. Um, but it's, uh, basically 10 minutes every single day, five days a week for somewhere between four to six to eight weeks where a child learns that if they fall into the water, um, to right themselves onto their back so they can breathe, um, until safety and help comes. And you can start at like six months old. We started with Nathan at a year. So at a year old, um, if he reached into the water to grab a ball or he fell into the water, um, he'd go under for a second, he'd come up and he'd float on his back, um, until help arrived. Um, and we tested it and it's, it was a really, really, really cool, cool thing. It was a lot of money. It was a lot of time. Actually at the time there was nobody in Virginia that did it. So I, I didn't have latch mama then. So I flew down to Florida for the, the six weeks and lived with my parents and, and did that all. And I was pregnant with Alex at the time. Um, we did it with Alex at six months old up in Fredericksburg. So I drove an hour a day. So like when I say I have a swim thing and I have like a get my kids water safe thing, it's like, it's kind of a really crazy thing in my like mothering brain. Um, so Alex did it at six months old, so he could like barely sit up when they torpedoed him to the bottom of the pool and then he came back up and he just floated on his back like a little turtle. It's the, was the cutest thing ever. Do you like save videos? Of, do you have oh yeah. Videos I have of videos that? of it. I don't post them online because yeah, yeah. people like to troll my social media a little bit and would probably think it was like child abuse. Um, but by the end within like the first mm-hmm. week, they're not really crying anymore. Right. Um, and they're, you know, learning how to do right. things. Um, so that's a great resource. I am also, um, I have some big thoughts on this. I'm also a little <laughs> anti the mommy and me classes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like swim lessons, if you're not going to do some sort of survival swim lessons before the age of two and a half to three are a little pointless. All you're really going to teach your kids in that time is that water is fun. Um, in my mind, water is not fun. In my mind, water is extremely scary and dangerous. Um, unless it is, you know, there are some ground rules and I don't feel like it's really easy to set ground rules with a two year old. Um, so there are a million and a half mommy and me classes and there are a million and a half places you can go bond with your child, like gymnastics and things like that. Um, but not in the pool. I don't, I don't (laughs) love it. And I watch them and like, I've, I've been to swim because after ISR, they, 
my kids normally go into regular swim lessons before they go to the swim team route. But, and I, I watch them. I don't know. I just struggle with it because it literally mm-hmm. teaches you. And the same thing with noodles and flotation devices. It teaches you. It doesn't teach you the power of what the water can do. Yeah, well, I think most of the things you see out there is, are whether it's the toys, the accessories, is mm-hmm. ha- making water fun because water's fun and it's yeah. the summer. And but I think if you don't teach that respect that needs to be had, yeah, towards water, yeah, it's a, very very dangerous. A kid who always swims with a noodle, yeah, especially at that age that can't really process it with their brain when they drop that noodle they don't know what happens in water they don't understand physics they don't understand gravity they don't know they're going to be pulled under um so i think it's just it's a very very careful line i feel the same way about puddle jumpers so Catherine, who is two and some change she failed isr this year which I, (laughs) i i i don't know what happened it was the longest time commitment ever it was five days a week four weeks whatever uh, and the teacher finally, who was amazing, finally there's a program in Richmond here, kind of put her hands up in the air and she was like, I don't want to keep taking your money because she's not doing what I told, you know, what I told her to do. So Catherine is going to be in a puddle jumper all summer. Yeah. Which is okay. It's, okay. it's going to make my life easier. Yeah. But that puddle jumper goes on the second oh. I let go of her hand on the pool deck yeah. and it does not come off yeah. until like we're in the car. Well, that's what I was going to say. It, it goes on before we enter the gates and uh-huh. it doesn't come on and off until after we exit the gates. Yeah. Um, it's just a necessity. Yeah. It's like, I remember when Nathan was like that age two or three and he pulled away from me in a parking lot and he ran into the street and it's like, they don't have that safety mechanism in their brains yet to like teach right. them what's dangerous and to what learn. Like, so it's literally like having mm-hmm. just this, this, thing that is so close to something else they see something shiny they see a ball they see something they want in the water right they're gonna go and they're gonna try and get it they're gonna fall uh, yeah just it's yeah. a nightmare but i do think and because i've had to make some of those decisions mm-hmm. when i had like seven or six kids like seven and under mm-hmm. um who is very safe in the water and who is not and if you were not safe in the water you had a life-saving device on you at all times yep. because I had an infant at all times. And yep. it just is what it, you know, is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eventually we did get into swim lessons and my youngest now are in swim lessons. Um, but yeah, that puddle jumper just holds you vertical, which is really, is a great, great. And it served us well, mm-hmm. but does it teach you? No, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not teaching at all. Yeah. Um, because you go vertical in the water and anybody's going to sink. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things that it was like, uh, you know, moment where I just kind of looked at Eric and Eric looked at me and I was like, she's in this for the summer. And we kind of, she's back in lessons now. She's in different lessons. We'll see how she progresses and stuff. But, uh, you know, and, but yeah. so, sometimes you also have to do that too, especially with the ISR program. If those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's like a, it, it is a no flotation device program. So it's either yes or no, like either you do the ISR program and right. they do not use a flotation device ever all summer because then you start to untrain them or use a flotation device. And I think that with six kids, especially with a six month old, or I guess he's eight months old now and Catherine, it's easier to put Catherine in a puddle jumper for the yeah. summer. Um, but it's just hard. Cause you know, if she doesn't, she doesn't know how to swim yet. Yeah. You know, I, I would hope after that much that she would be able to keep herself alive long enough for somebody to notice that she was somewhere else, but yeah, I don't know. Um, 
so yeah so they do eventually get stronger like it's almost like potty training too because you we've had this conversation Mm -hmm. there's also the option of keeping them in a puddle jumper and waiting until they're ready to learn how to swim and it can happen in two weeks very fast if you're if you're looking at like a four-year-old or somebody Mm -hmm. who literally is ready to learn how their body works or you can push it and do it like basically weekly from the age of like two and a half and i think that's what happened with the twins because my fourth wanted swim lessons Mm -hmm. really badly like a couple years ago she could already swim but she wanted to work on it and so i put her in and i was like the twins were like maybe three mm-hmm. and I was like, well, like, let's just try this. Cause like, I'm kind of ready for like everybody to swim. And it was a complete disaster with them. Like yep. absolutely awful. I think Benjamin was in lessons at this. Yeah. Same- were they no, the same- no, 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 no. We were at Woodlake then. Yes. yes. But we were in lessons at the same time. Yes. there too. Yep. And it was just and like, they, they were clean. I, as they a parent, I was like, you. I just, I, I can't do this. And we need to be able to go to the pool without them. Like, refusing to go to the pool um, regardless of whether they're in or out. Yep. Um, so I pulled them out and kept the older one going, but like talking to kind of atmosphere and things like that, there are a lot of options for swim lessons. And I think that just wasn't the right time for us. And it wasn't the right atmosphere. It was a very yep. deep and dark pool. Um, and so we, we just waited. I just decided, you know, once again, we just went back to the puddle jumper for, <laughs> for a season. Um, and, but then they turned four. Well, all of yeah. a sudden you can kind of stand in the three feet and they started to explore. I was in the water with them, but they started to, you know, jump up and down and mm-hmm. try the arms and just get a little bit of more of that spatial awareness feeling. And they got really excited about the water. So I was like, okay, like this is it's time. where it's going to get close. So, well, we went right back into preschool and in the winter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then that next year I was like, let's try, but we need to try a different pool. So we found another place and Within, we went from not wanting to put our face in the water ever or blow bubbles in eight weeks. We had kids working on some streamlines and swimming 15 feet and things like that. And I think it just, it it worked for them. Could we have started earlier and had a successful, you know, Mm -hmm. other, it could have been successful in another way or another time, probably. But I think that's just kind of worked for us and our crazy six kid household and whatnot. Um, we're, we're seeing a lot of posts in the group. I mean, there's been a few over the last couple of days about (laughs) how traumatic some lessons can look at times Mm -hmm. to parents. Um, and I, and I, and I think it's something to consider because when my kids talk about like moments that they remember in life, um, there's this one location here in Richmond. I'm not going to talk about it, but it's like a step between like normal swim lessons and ISR. Um, but it's very um, it's it's a swim program that like progresses you relatively quickly. But like Lindy just said, it's a it was a the environment itself is very, very hard. It is a ton of kids in small little, you know, squared off areas behind glass away from the parents. It is loud, especially for my like homeschooled kids who aren't normally in really, really large group settings. The boys still talk about it. My boys who swim me around now who are, you know, great little strong little swimmers. They still talk about how terrible that place was and then they look at their younger siblings and they're like just 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 hope mom doesn't sign you up to go there just hope mom doesn't sign you up to go there (laughs) and it's so funny because it's it's so much of it is is about environment so Mm -hmm. i look at those posts when the people are and the moms are like this is my first kid i'm at swim lessons they're crying what do i do and my first reaction is get your kid water safe it doesn't matter that they're crying whatever it's fine but then i also take a step back and i remember (laughs) that my kids still bring it up at the dinner table at at 10 years old and eight years old now and wonder if maybe 
Yeah. If we had found a different place or slowed down a little bit, or maybe I didn't let my fears become their fears. I don't know, but that's your job as a parent to keep yeah. your kids safe. So I don't know what the right answer is there, but there are definitely options. I feel like yeah. around places to, um, you know, find a different environment Absolutely. or an outdoor pool versus an indoor pool or, yeah. um, you know, the yeah. dark space. But, um, so do you want to talk swim team really fast? We talked about this a couple <laughs> episodes ago. I'm also a big swim team pusher. Um, yeah. because I think summer swim team is literally the most fun thing ever. Yeah. Um, not talking like the year round stuff. Cause that all has its, its stuff too. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like I have so much joy. Like we're in yeah. this place of like evening practices just, just for today. Cause public school gets out today and then it switches to morning, but the kids have been practicing. Like our kids are normally like in the bath by seven thirty at night. So are my older three. So I have three on the swim team and all three are, are like strong swimmers now, which is the coolest thing ever to be able to sit on a lawn chair and like mm-hmm. not care yeah. like where my kid is and like let them do handstands and so flips awesome. and do whatever yep. like it is life-changing <laughs> like I don't know if you guys can hear the joy in my voice mm-hmm. but it is so cool I think it's also because swimming is one of those anxiety things for me but um they are practiced from like six to seven and then the pool closes at eight and so they've been hanging out with their friends until like seven thirty, seven forty-five, which is like really ridiculously Bedtime. late and like turns our entire life on yeah. its head because the baby's at home and wants to go down and then you have other two like it's a mess and when do you eat dinner i don't yeah. know but it's so much fun because yeah. they go to practice which is not really that hard for them and they have yeah. fun and they goof around and they do great and then they go play with their friends and then like they've already figured out like I think this is going to be our relay for the summer and we're going to be swimming together on Tuesday nights and Aww. you know Nathan last night was like so when do I eat my cheeseburger and I'm like what and he's like well he's like because we have like a team grill he's like when do I get like wh- when is dinner time and I was like well it depends on what events you swim you know if you swim I am free and back then yeah. you know you should probably eat dinner after that before your relay and he's like well is it going to be dark for my relay because they love to swim because he's he's 10 so he loves the idea of being there when the lights go down like the sun goes down and the lights turn on on the pool and it's Mm -hmm. just like so cool and yeah i don't know i remember it as a kid and it's just yeah i don't know so it's like it's like a goal if you do have a community like pool and stuff Mm -hmm. like that if you can start lessons early and just keep them going through the through the process yeah I don't know. Yeah. So this was uh, just our second year doing it. Uh, I, was, because I was a summer swim team pusher for Lindy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I swam summer swim team yeah. and I loved it. But I also had, I had so many little kids and trying to get them to multiple because it's literally every day for like eight weeks. Yep. So it is a big commitment. It's not like your eight week soccer. It's like twice a week or something. It's a lot. And I was a little like, this is too much for us. Like, we can't handle it. I still had like 18-month-old twins, two-year-old twins. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I got to find a babysitter every time. Anyways. Um, so, but this is our second year. And really just my bigger ones do it. I've kind of had like, okay, you can do it if you can bike there. Uh-huh. But I do have my eight-year-old doing it this year. And it's really cool. Like, my older one really, I, I don't know if he's going to do any of it. He has signed up. But he's not. It's he gets a lot of anxiety over it. He doesn't know if he wants to go and yada, yada, yada. It's also a really hard age if you're not like, like if swimming is not your thing. He's turning 14 and he's really, most of the swimmers that are that age, he's a good swimmer, but he's like, mom, I'm, I 
dying. I can't do what they do. And I'm like, well, it's the probably really hard cardio. Like, yeah. but the more you go, the easier it gets. But he's like, I just don't know. And I'm like, I'm not forcing you. But it is really cool to see my 10 year old and my eight year old daughter. Like they love it. And they're not swimmers. Like one rides horses, one dances like, and they are loving it. They want to go every time. And um, this year, I think our team switched it. So for some of those younger groups, they have some of the olders volunteer. So there's yep. somebody in every lane, like yep. walking as they swim and practice. But she's like, I got to use my kickboard today. And it's just, yeah. How many it's really times cool. I always, I'm a big swim team pusher because I think once you reach the point where you can keep yourself alive in the water mm-hmm. and like you can get, you know, 15 maybe feet like and you don't even get very far for most swim teams right um the whole like you have to swim at 25 i don't know here in virginia it's not really a thing or here in richmond i don't know i haven't really done the whole s- summer swim team circuit around the country <laughs> but i have to say though like i love it because if you can find a good swim coach mm-hmm. and they go every day for eight weeks most likely they're going to be swimming a full length of the pool those little little ones those five, six, seven, eight year olds are going to uh-huh. be swimming a full length of the pool by the end. Yeah. Um, I know Jordy who does our, our ads. I was a, I was a pusher for her too. And she put her kids in it last they year. Loved it, didn't yeah. They? And like the first yeah. couple of weeks, she's like, what am I doing? My kids can't swim. She goes, I feel terrible. But then by the end of the year, she <laughs> yeah. had like strong swimmers who were getting yeah. down the pool. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's really funny. Yeah, no, she had, I think, I think that they really had fun. They loved it. I think Yeah, the pictures of it were great. Very sweet. Um, But yeah, so that's like a good progression. Anything else like in terms of water? So puddle jumpers are good. Um, My mom is a big proponent because I think this is what I grew up on, on actual swimmies because it doesn't make you go vertical. So when we go to the beach or we go to the pools, yeah, just the arm ones. We did that. Yep. um, Which help you a little bit learn how to float and gives you a little bit less buoyancy. Um, Well, I think you kind of need to use a little bit more of those arms where the puddle jumper literally just, you're just floating. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is maybe a good progression at that point. A couple of things also popped in my head just with tips. Like I had a lot, a lot of kids on my own. Um, and so when I did have my twins, I mean, back when I had my first three, like they didn't have these little portable play yards. Mm-hmm. I literally bought, would bring a portable. It wasn't like a pack and play, a little portable play yard to the pool. The one that like folds up. So like not only did they have their life puddle little yeah. puddle jumper on, but I would go in the water with them. But then my other kids needed something. So it was time to get out and they went into the play yard with their snack and I was it just gave me so much comfort that that I could turn around and literally not worry whatsoever Mm -hmm. like they couldn't get out they were perfectly safe in there and I could help my other kids so really just finding those little things and same I mean this goes to the potty thing but I'm not taking six kids with wet swimsuits to the potty (laughs) I literally brought the little potty and they sat on it behind a bush and I have make no apologies (laughs) for it because can you imagine try like then there's some that are like, well, I don't want to go with you. And I'm like, well, I can't leave you. Like, yeah. no, everybody is going to the bathroom with wetsuits and all. And I'm like, I can't do that. So take whatever okay, makes yeah. your life mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Also, right. Girls can pull their suits to the side and yes. pee in a toilet. Don't. Those wet bathing suits are just <laughs> terrible. Which is why we do little tankinis because yes. I am done with the one pieces. Yeah. Unless you're navigating it yourself. Yeah. Um, so, swim diapers, anyways. guys. Do a good favor to everybody else at the pool double up on them or put a cover or put a we co- would put yeah. a tight kind of a cover or, over yeah, it yeah the cloth swim diapers are so much better than the ones you buy mm-hmm. also if this is your first time parenting 
listen. I'm going to I'm going to pause here. Just listen. Swim diapers do not hold water. So do not put your swim diaper yeah. on your child before you put them in their car seat on the way to the pool <laughs> because you will have pee everywhere. 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 So swim diapers, put a normal diaper on and then if you want to put a swim diaper on on top of it, that's fine. The cloth ones you can kind of get away with. Um yeah. them peeing in them it's not a huge but don't deal. don't but, don't wear their regular diaper yeah. in the pool though yeah when oh, that thing ab- explodes oh, absolutely. Then, you gotta then take you that have off the, the regular diaper that's gonna get really really big in the pool but those do those disposable swim diapers do, do not, not hold poop. water okay mm-hmm. they'll hold everything you else. can thank me for that <laughs> later um what else all the snacks is good Just all the snacks towels yeah sunscreen what else am i thinking I really try to do the sunscreen before we go. Doesn't always happen, but yeah, they get so excited and then I'm trying to wrangle them. And my favorite beach hack, if you have one that eats sand is, um, I don't, I don't have it here. It's on my front porch at home. There are sit me up seats that you can get. Um, I think it's like orange and blue and green and I don't know who makes it. Um, but it has like a tray that like goes around it. Okay. So think of it like as a, almost like a bumbo, but like has a full tray that can spin on the outside of it that has toys on it. Okay. If you put them in something like that and it's easy to hose off, if you put them in something like that, um, in the sand, they're up high enough that they probably can't get their hands through the tray thing to get down to the sand. And you have some place to hook onto an umbrella mm. literally from that age, like four or five and a half months up through like the fact that they always want to be moving and crawling. So probably like Mm -hmm. nine months at that point, that is literally a game changer at the beach as well as the portable play yard. Um, Kitty pools at the beach too. You can blow those up, fill those up with water and have your own little like ocean away from the ocean. Yeah. Um, And I, we did puddle jumpers at the beach, like no questions asked Uh, they wouldn't really go in, but just in case the, Ocean is a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Um, Because it tries to eat my children every year. It even scares me with like the 12 and 13 year olds. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's terrifying. Really scary. Um, But we still go and we have fun and they make great memories because motherhood's scary sometimes. Um, So yeah, reach out guys. If you have any questions about (laughs) water safety, because I feel like I run a nursing wear company and then I'm also like doing my little mission of water safety on the side because it's. (laughs) such an important thing to me don't ask me what i carry in my car either about when i go over a bridge i'm not gonna i'm gonna pass my anxiety on to everybody else when you start to like accumulate children i have a really hard time knowing if my car were to ever run off of a bridge what order i would get my children out of it because like you have to get them all up out of their car seats and like how do you do that and how do you get them to the surface and who swims where and i'm just getting like anxious thinking about it do you it. remember when i was so, coming back from camping and i yeah. texted you i was like guess what's in my amazon cart right now and yeah like what and i'm like well i got eight flotation devices and one of those things that like breaks the window yeah. <laughs> like, because, because i drove over like the longest bridge yeah. and it kept going and it kept going and then i'm like driving this massive van and wondering if these pillars are gonna hold us like oh my god it was awful oh it's terrible awful 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 and they wonder why we what? have so much weight on our shoulders as mothers but yeah. anyways we could talk about that one day too i really want fear factor to come back do you remember fear factor oh, the show yeah. because they <laughs> used to have something where they would take the car and they would dump you in the lake and you would have to go in the car and you would have to get yourself out i just want to practice on myself like i want to practice like when the car like comes to okay. like when you can open the door when you can open the window once the water's in it 
I really want to go practice somewhere. So if anybody sets that up oh ever in the country, gosh, I will no. literally be your first customer. I just wanted to do where you're driving next to the truck and you got to slam the brakes, slow down, move over and ramp up into the back of the truck. Yes. Like that's what I wanted to do. I want to <laughs> just go on. I just want Fear Factor to be again because I'll eat the cockroaches. I'll do whatever they say on Fear Factor as long as oh. I can be that person that gets in the car that goes underneath the water that tries to save themselves. That's okay. So terrifying. we're on a tangent. Okay. But that's that's what we do here. So at swim Mama. lessons. All right. So swim <laughs> lessons. Let us know if you guys have any questions reach out in the group um i'm happy to re to um help anybody who has any needs especially on this topic thanks guys <laughs>